Zeddles of 79, a bleaking review. Tonight's guest, John Michael Bond. Plus, we'll talk to dating and weight loss experts Arby Jakobowitz and Elizabeth Teets. All this and more, only on Bleakin' Review. Bleakin' Review. Well, you did speed that one up, Kevin. I did. I I sped it up. I know I have our theme song in my brain, like, constantly playing on a loop. And so, like, every sentence that I say in public now is to the tune of that. Yeah, Jared Hunting it. Shout out to Jared Hunting, by the way. I have not given him a shout out for the uh, the theme song in a while. I guess you could say every time we play the theme song. Well, if he listened to any of them, it would be cool. So I don't think he does. So, like, I don't (laughs) think it's really just for us at this point. Hey, you know, uh, it worked, whatever we did. Whatever he did that one time on SoundCloud has worked for at least 79 episodes. <laughs> as far as it works, as long as it works for this one. Oh, I hope he gets residuals from all this. Uh, well, no, he gets res- the kind of residuals when when you don't make any money from a thing, uh-huh. but you pay money to host it somewhere, he pays residuals Great. to host it. So, like, so negative residuals. Yeah, he gets negative residuals Great. for this. And so uh, do we. Yeah, he sends me $2 every month. <laughs> How are you, Kevin? I'm uh, I'm all right. Uh, like I said earlier, I was a little fuzzy behind the eyes uh, today. I had a long night. Uh, which cataracts? You were, um, well, that's what I told my weed doctor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? Can you get weed for cataracts? You can just get weed. Just you. You just, just get weed. You, you can weed. just get weed. Yeah. yeah. That's not. <laughs> that's true. I've never been hard pressed to find marijuana in this city. No. I mean, I've, I haven't. Actually, yeah, this is the first place I live where I haven't been hard pressed. Where yeah, it wasn't like, oh, uh, no, uh, uh, it's been a tough run, or yeah. or there was a there was a bust in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is when you were up in Chicago and Chicago, you were, they were trucking down the weed from Canada. Yeah, of course. No, they they, they were eastbound and down in it. Yeah, breaker breaker one nine eh? Yeah, you're gonna take the marijuana over the over the the border, huh? Yeah, you gotta you gotta smuggle the drugs in there over there. Let's just call it maple syrup. Well, I bet that's where uh, that's where some of the best because I bet there's maple syrup with infused with THC at this oh, point. Oh yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, <laughs> just shoot that right in your femoral artery. That's what you're supposed to do with maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. just just really slow things down yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't even really smoke weed anymore, so I don't know why I'm acting like I know. I bet it's easier now than it was when I was buying it legally. Certainly. <laughs> well, we'll see you later. I don't know. Other than okay, that, so you're uh, feeling better, though. Feeling yeah. better. Uh, yeah, well, we, me and you uh, uh, were at the, the workout room yep. last night. Uh, uh, shout outs to uh, past and future guests Leah Kajanian and Megan Rice and all the uh, people over there That's right. for that thing. It's a good time. Um, but yeah, I just stayed out late, you know. Maybe maybe took some Adderall or something, and uh, they're therefore not really. Don't, don't, don't soft sell. You took some Adderall. Yeah. All right. I mean, I do, I do prescription medications with other people's names on them, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, so. Senor Anderson, this is yours. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. I just found another guy with my last name, but a uh, different ethnicity. Right. You just name your kid doctor. There's always a doctor in the family. See? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, huh? <laughs> According to my old magazine subscriptions, I was a doctor. Uh, you name them doctor, and they're either going to be a hip-hop mogul or a, a doctor. doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know. Didn't get a lot of sleep last night, uh, then worked a bunch, and then came here. Yeah, that's uh, a great old blues song. So didn't get, took too much prescription medication. <laughs> Continue. Go on. Night. I know how much you love improv singing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm feeling all right. Uh, the reason I, I did a, I didn't matter all because I wanted to go out and be in public, uh, but I wasn't feeling great yesterday because yesterday, uh, the day we're recording this, was the, well, this is going to be a real big bummer, but it's uh, the one year anniversary of my dad dying. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was, I was like, ah, I'm in, in the apartment playing. I, 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 Pushed it out of my mind for most of the day by just playing God of War all day and just like just ripping some fucking skeletons <laughs> was, apart. Yeah, was, there was some there was some uh, uh, thought put into that 
that choice, though. Um, the real thought is that I was playing Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, and it's too glitchy to continue, so I had to play <laughs> okay. a different game. Okay. <laughs> Literally so, so one there's of no the metaphorical worst. relevance. Uh, uh, well, I did often refer to my father as Ares, so <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, oh, by the way, uh, shout out to Rockstar for, for releasing just the most the glitchiest piece of shit like it's such a fun game but nothing in that game works Ooh. like everything have you ever played it you ever played uh, any of the Red Dead Redemption yeah, games yeah yeah no of course I, I love the I love the the last game but, yeah Red uh, Dead the, the, I, I, I can't stand zombie games I just it's yeah. unnecessary the only murder. reason I the only reason I played it is because I would never buy DLC especially if it's zombie DLC so when I owned the game I never got it uh, I like the original game a lot um, but I was like, yeah, it's it's free now. I have this PlayStation Now subscription, which means you just fucking stream games online. You don't have to buy shit. You pay like 10 bucks a month or something. Oh, the future's here. It, hey, and it's also very glitchy. <laughs> future's here, and it's frame skipping all over the place. Um, That's what I'm looking forward to, like uh, when we're all stuck in our VR worlds and they come crashing down in ones and zeros and... We just wake up and we're just we're naked in an empty apartment. There's no furnishing. <laughs> and there's like and like you try to go through the door, but it won't open. But you still pass through it somehow. <laughs> right, exactly. And now you're walking through a window. Uh, the glitches of life. That's right. Ain't life a glitch? Nice <laughs> episode title. No. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Actually, you would already know because if you're listening to this, we already have an episode title, Great. so maybe it's that. Great job. You Probably have an not. understanding of time. Uh, but yeah, to uh, to go back to my little thing. Yeah, so I was just, you know kind of down in the dumps uh, about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing, the two weird things about it was one, it just did not feel like a year at all. Uh, I was just like, oh shit, it's Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Dad died. <laughs> like that's the thing. Is like it's like, always going to be on that day. Like. Oh man, like what I didn't, I mean, I don't know, as as my failed tag that I never do on stage anymore uh-huh. went, uh, hey, if you see me uh, upset at a party in the future, I'm not racist, my dad's dead. <laughs> so, but like. Cinco de Dado. Cinco. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> I want to ensure this one gets no downloads. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that was weird. It's just like the, you know, just like, oh shit, it's already been you know, a whole calendar sure, year. Sure, and um, you would prefer to uh, remember these things on. Your own time, and not have them randomly just pop into your brain, or or even worse, uh, this day on f- in memories on Facebook saying, "Hey, oh. remember when you posted? I have to leave town for a while. Something terrible has happened. I thought, why don't you share this with your friends?" I'm all, I'm fascinated by the idea. I want Facebook to do videos like when we die. Facebook should just have a video of our shitty Facebook life. Yeah, and just every well, year, just yeah. remind people because they do that. They do that like, oh, check out your friendship with you know some person. Yeah, like, like, oh, it's your we, friend we've been friends in six years, and it just it randomly grab. It doesn't like really do anything other than maybe amount of like reactions you get online, but it'll just like cobble together interactions that you've had with this one profile, and it'll just be like, here's your slideshow. So, so if you have like a shitty interaction with someone, does that put it? Do they put it in your like your friend? If it uh, blows video? up on Facebook, That's if it's amazing. controversial, yeah, that, that'll show up in your. Uh, hey, you guys have been friends for three years. Remember when you got mad at abortion? <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. Then you can see the moment you became friends and the moment you stopped becoming friends. Yes, that would be great if they did uh, recaps for when you unfollowed people. Like, hey, you unfollowed. Uh, I don't know. Insert. We'll in post. We'll put in a comics name that doesn't uh, uh, listen to the show. Uh, one year ago today, so here's of some of their worst posts. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, they for uh, they they because I know they do a thing where if somebody dies. You can turn their Facebook page into a memorial page. That way, they still get to keep all the information and everything. Right. It doesn't get deactivated, but no one can like post on it, or I don't know how it they works. They can still sell them ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still definitely mine it for market research. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what that's do about dead it. people like this year? <laughs> this dead person hasn't updated in a while. Maybe we should add some new features to their <laughs> profiles. See if they can get them back into Facebook. Um, so that was number one. That was the one weird thing. And the sure. second weird thing was how much. Uh, 
I, I feel like I'm emotionally okay with it now, but I'm wondering, I always wonder every day how much I'm actually suppressing because it'll come out every once in a while, sure. but most of the time I'm not like, it's not on the forefront of my mind all the time because, you know, That's I'm recording podcasts, you know, I got things going on. You're snapping your fingers. <laughs> snapping yeah, my fingers. Yeah. I got to get more oil so my finger snaps can be okay. <laughs> well, like really dry fingers. Dry <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's weird. Do you ever have uh, anything like that where you're like, oh man, I can't believe I don't think about that more? Well, like putting my head into that uh, that ladder underwater. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Your your darkest fear that yeah. you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that one doesn't come up. I hope <laughs> sometimes. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm suppressing it or if I'm just getting better. I well, don't I, I don't. There's probably um, probably both. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's a form of suppression where you just don't think about it at all. And yeah. then there's a form Boost. where, you know, it's percentages where it's like 100% suppression. Maybe it's 90, maybe it's 80, maybe it's 70. Yeah. And you kind of work and then you come to accept it. And But still, it like, it's, it doesn't disappear. Yeah. Like, you're still going to you're still gonna miss your dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That'd be weird if you just all of a sudden didn't care. Like, yeah. Like, no, it's happens, like, oh, it takes one year. And then, yeah, you just don't even remember that you had a father. <laughs> now, that's suppression. That's that's some, that's some old-timey suppression <laughs> right there. That's some old-good suppression you get there. <laughs> that's some 1800s in, closet in homosexual. In we suppressed things right away. Yeah. <laughs> we suppressed things right away and didn't remember them until we were 80. <laughs> we suppressed things like deaths or riots or <laughs> hunger. Hunger suppression. <laughs> That's great. Oh, God. Uh, well, yeah. So uh, I'll just do a little shout-out. Uh, shout-outs to David Anderson. Yeah. Uh, if you're uh, – hopefully uh, – hopefully, I don't – like I said, it's hard to get RSS uh, stats about this podcast. I don't know how many listeners we have in the great beyond. But uh, if you're out there listening, uh, write in. Write us on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the afterlife. Yeah, tell us about the afterlife. Four stars. Uh, that's like one of those uh, ghost hunter things. Like, if you are in trouble, move the lamp. Like, <laughs> if you're in trouble, do a half star. Yeah, review. half star review. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. If you are a demon, um, I don't know. But what's up with you? <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I'm suppressing things. I'm, in, I'm intaking, ingesting things. I did. Um... I'm 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 starting to uh, microdose uh, mushrooms. Oh, the old Chris Crittenden method. Yeah, because I wanted to. Uh, so I was doing ecstasy or Molly for a little bit. Yeah, and listeners uh, of the show uh, will remember Matt being pleasant as hell on some of these episodes. <laughs> That's gone, I tell you. <laughs> now it's back to old cranky Matt. That's right. Uh, and so uh, I wanted to get off the the Molly is a, a fun train, but you know it's not a everyday me- like you can't microdose Molly really. I mean maybe you can. I don't know MD. Maybe I'm, that's what it stands for. MDMA. Yeah, there you go. Microdosing Molly, Molly A. <laughs> wow, you did, you did it. You're yeah. a scientist now, <laughs> Doctor Anderson. But it, it, it's probably more sustainable to not be doing Molly every day like to be my like you said microdosing where you're just yeah. kind of feeling a little better all day rather than tripping out yeah so I'm kind of I'm trying to figure that out and I took a little bit uh, a few hours ago oh and about an hour ago my my pupils started bugging out my eyeballs but now I'm I'm, uh, I'm in a good place there's lights in the studio you timed they're it fun per- you timed it perfectly yeah and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out the schedule <laughs> so listeners let us know write in and let us know if Matt's better on Molly or mushrooms on the bleak and review podcast we'll find I like out. A, this is just a uh, now it's just an audio uh, journal yeah. Me doing drugs. This is gonna be when you just mis- when you just like mysteriously vanish or end up in the gutter somewhere. Like the authorities will be like following this like it's serial. <laughs> Let's say like, well, about episode seventy. Matt God, it's so long winded. <laughs> it's like I gotta sit through so much bullshit to get to any clues. <laughs> and half the time they got people on here not even being themselves. No, no. <laughs> it's they're lying. They're all liars. But you're liars. And they, they they would like have like a lineup of like recurring guests that have probably committed the murder. That's what we should. We um any next time I'm on an improv show or like you know because the the because you're on so many of so them. many of them. No, but the, you know doing the set in between uh, improv groups. I'm just gonna my first thing I say. You're all liars. <laughs> None of this is real. You lied to yourself. You don't have a shovel. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, well, man. Uh, shout outs to improv. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Should we go for yeah. a break here? Okay, cool. Let's do that. Well, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, you drink your coffee. I'll explain what's going on here. Please. Uh, coming up next, uh, we got a very funny uh, comedian, uh, new new friend of uh, Killer Mike in L.A. in general, uh, John Michael Bond. Uh, L.A. in general. Yeah, I, I think all of L.A. has pretty much agreed that he's uh, their friend. That sounds devious, Doug. There's a lot of bad people here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sometimes <laughs> you got those friends that you don't want to have. Okay, friends. that's fair. Speaking of, uh, oh, we were t- that was off mic. I was going to do a callback to something that hasn't been said Oh, on that's microphone. great podcasting. I know. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm 79 episodes. I've almost figured it out. <laughs> Don't talk about the things that weren't talked about on the podcast. That's rule number one. I'm doing one. hand signals. I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're giving me the fucking go in for home third base coach right now. Um, and then what's that? So we're going to talk to John Michael Bond. And uh-huh. then uh, what's going on after that? We have a, a couple of dating and weight loss experts. And then, see, that's cool because we normally have experts in one field. But this is two things. Right. Dating and weight loss. And, and last week we had the dateless losers. Oh, we sure did. So, so this will be a nice counterpoint because right. those are two dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are two uh, females. Right. Uh, Great job. Aubrey Jacobowitz and Elizabeth Teets That's right. are going to be coming on in a later segment, so stick around for that. Uh, other than that, I mean, I'm going to slide in for home and say, let's go to break. All right, Kevin. Hey, we'll be back with more Bleak and Review after this. I got to learn how to end segments. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And the next time I see them, they like give me a hug, and I'm like, we're not friends. (laughs) This is is a bit much right now. (laughs) Like, I would have been empathetic over like anyone whose dad had just set like caught fire. But like, we're not. Have you ever ever been in a situation where you can like you give someone like a passing kind of like a good set or like, you know, whatever, like not really a genuine anything, but like, oh, good job up there. And then like, they're like, oh, well. Fucking like I must be way better if he says I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't feel like anyone's ever looked at like no never, one, no one has seen you as that uh, kind of dojo. No. I was I I put a lot of like new people on uh, shows in Atlanta when I lived there. Oh like, yeah, I would make a point of like watching people at mics and like put them putting new people on shows that I ran. That's cool. But even then, like I no no one was like, oh man, he's really funny. His opinion matters. It was like, oh, yeah. he books a show. He books a show. He could do stuff for me. <laughs> yeah, I've never. <laughs> I'm I'm more uh, Bud Friedman than I am <laughs> than Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Bud Friedman definitely. No one's ever like, oh man, I remember the first time John Michael Bond said, uh, "You got the hey, stuff, hey, kid." Hey, kid, you got the you got the skills, you got the chops, you got the moxie. <laughs> you learn you learn to make a gin martini. The secrets no vermouth. Uh, you can you can be good at comedy. <laughs> he worked for me five nights a week. Fuck. You go on stage at twelve oh one every time. It is really disconcerting hearing yourself through like headphones. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It's... I had the problem with it when I first uh, when we first started doing this when I was listening back to the episodes to edit them I couldn't I just hate listening to my own voice and uh, it, got, it got pretty real sometimes so I think I've made peace with it at 79 episodes in I think I made peace with it. I am uh, never going to get used to the sound of my voice. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, that was a lot of pre-show. What are you doing out there? I was chatting. <laughs> He's chatting it up. We got like we got like four minutes of hot convo. <laughs> well, it worked. Was it recording? <laughs> Fuck. I think so. Uh, oh, I know, think we I just... stopped right after you made fun of Michael James Benson. No, oh, good. As long as we missed the River Phoenix riff, everything's good. <laughs> also, can you give us your social again? <laughs> All right. It is three, eight, four, one, two, eight. One one six three. I think that's too many numbers, but I like it. You know what? The secret is to give your social plus two. <laughs> yes. then, yeah. it's in there. If it's anybody, there. yeah, if anybody's got the, this like that weird Rain Man number thing, you can't call it that anymore. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually the. I just remember. I've never seen Rain Man, but I was like, oh wait, isn't he autistic? All right, I, that was a hate crime. I apologize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, most people didn't know that that was a thing back then, right? They were just yeah. like, yeah, it's the Rain Man thing. He's a, he's a genius or an idiot. <laughs> that's. I, I literally, I've never seen Rain Man. I just 
it was it's so ingrained in me that like Rain Man, like he's a weird guy, he's good with numbers. Like right. now I'm like, oh wait, I'm putting that together. He's on a, he's on a spectrum of some sort. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> Take him out of the casino, he's useless. Uh, <laughs> I am garbage. Nah, you're all right. Uh, hey, we're back. Yeah, this is Bleak Bleak review, review, cold open. Um, just so we know, in case we do leave all that in, he didn't actually make fun of Michael James Benson. That was a little riff about how they have the same initials just reversed around because he's JMB. Then we got MJB. It's all it's all a big family here at Bleak Review. Great, really, just uh, giving away all the secrets. All the yeah. secrets. One. It's, uh... <laughs> well, he's somebody that actually listens to the podcast, so I was gonna make sure he knew that. Maybe. Well, well like he, he doesn't listens. understand words is what you're saying. <laughs> Jesus, Kevin. Is he a comic? He doesn't understand irony? No, I just think that the part of the conversation wasn't recorded, so it didn't make oh, sense. Oh, got it. It wasn't even irony, really. No. <laughs> it was It was more of a dramatic uh, a dramatic coincidence. And Hey! Yeah, <laughs> this has been great. We're back here with... Uh, back here. We're here with John Michael Bond. Hello. Hello. Uh, John is a... Uh, John, well, this is what we were talking about. Uh, I asked if John goes by John, John Michael, or JMB, or what's going on, and he said he judges people based on what they decide to call him. I didn't say it quite that way. <laughs> okay. I don't have I don't have a set preference okay. of like what it is, but I do find that based on what your immediate reaction of what you should call me is, yeah. tends to be a barometer of what our friendship will be like or who Ooh. you are as a human being, uh, which is probably a lot to put on people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big line there. Yeah. A... Well, the important thing is that everyone knows that the minute you meet me, I start judging. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. if somebody were to come up to you and you'd be like, oh, you call me whatever. And they go, all right, Johnny MB. Oh yeah. yeah uh, you're <laughs> someone who I hope catches fire. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty standard for those people. But <laughs> I, I hate it with every fiber of my being, but everyone who's ever called me Johnny Mobo has ended up being one of my favorite people. In the world. <laughs> yeah, that's like, happened wow. more than once. I, yeah, I insti- it, like it fills me. It, it's like um, it, it's it's like when when there's like a, a you go too close to a, a a power generator or something, and you can feel static <laughs> oh, in yeah, the yeah. air. Yeah, like yeah. it infuriates me. but yeah. they always end up being the best people alive. Johnny Mobo. Yeah, Johnny Mobo. Is that a reference to something? I've never been able to find it <laughs> <laughs> because like it's so it's so specific that more than one person calling you that there's got to be something stirring in the cosmos. There, there's like, a band I, I like called Modern Baseball that goes by Mobo. That, so yeah, maybe uh, but that was years before they were around. So yeah. maybe it was just like a. Uh, uh, a prophecy that one day I would be John who likes Mobo and they just kind of brought it together I don't know <laughs> did the lead singer of the band start calling you that and then they named their band after you no no sadly uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe one day we'll like meet and he'll be like hey you're uh, too old to like my band <laughs> <laughs> and you're like it's when you're on that tour with uh, with like, what it would be like them in American football or something I don't know they're that would be of, a really good tour <laughs> yeah like that's they're kind of the same genre right I don't know modern Sports baseball names. but I know yeah. American football yeah just <laughs> sport and then other words also yeah. if you you don't know uh, any of these bands. It sounds like we're just making up. Yeah. Things. <laughs> no, no I, I love lacrosse water polo. <laughs> oh man, they're actually small. opening for them on their current tour. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh... Um, are they are they going through? Are they going through Atlanta? I have no idea because uh, I don't live there anymore. Uh, so that was, that's my really amazing uh, attempt at a segue. <laughs> oh, got it. That's yeah. Sorry, I was like, well, because you. <laughs> I took that really hostily and I should. Yeah. I was like, like I, I don't, don't know. Know, man. I don't live there. I don't I know miss, what bands are going through. I miss home. Stop reminding me. <laughs> yeah, you've been in LA. What, probably eight months now. Uh, a year, maybe. I moved in February of last year, so a okay, little over, so a, over year. a year. Um, and you were probably in the Atlanta comedy scene for a while before that, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, we lived there like four years. It was well, fabulous. Because uh, yeah, I've heard. I've only heard like really good things about Atlanta and I'm always surprised when someone from like a great scene like that moves to LA and then like kind of is like oh like this isn't this is kind of nightmare like did you like it when you moved here or did you well, well like the thing that's important to remember is like if you live in a really really good scene at some point like you can you live there a long time you do comedy a long time and like at some point 
uh, your wife's gonna move for a better job, <laughs> and uh, then you leave everything. No, they, yeah, it's. I like it now. I run a I, I run a great show uh, called Hard Times Live at uh, Nerd Melt. Yeah, with uh, Goodrich Gavart and Hannah Michaels. And, uh, one of them uh, is a friend of the show. They are. They're both glorious people. I they assume Hannah's the friend of the yes, show. Yes, but uh, Goodrich, Goodrich is, is no friend. He's a, <laughs> but he's very funny. Curmudgeon. I like him. <laughs> no, he's the nicest person alive. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's cool. You guys have been doing that for um, the Hard uh, Times publication, correct? Yeah. This is the fourth I don't know what to show call this it month. Oh, fourth show is this month? Yeah. Uh, how did you guys get set up? Do you guys all write for Hard Times? <laughs> yes. Uh, we all write and do things for the site. I have, They have many articles published. I have several articles that are in queue to be published someday. Uh, <laughs> Just a backlog <laughs> of hot takes. Yeah, basically. I'm a... D- I feel like I'm I'm good at organizational stuff, so they keep me around. But, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be weird in five years when your uh, your Black Keys review finally comes out. <laughs> oh man, it'll be it'll be brutal. That's, uh, I used to actually write a ton of music reviews, so if like any musician ever like has a grudge against me, it sucks <laughs> that I put up where I am every night, <laughs> like on a website. But. It would be funny though if your music review didn't come out for like five years, and then like it comes out and they you've totally had a 180 on them <laughs> since then. You're like, oh no, they're great now. Like, I love their newest album. I know it seems like in 2008, I was having a real bad day with Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> but let me tell you, here we are nine years later and the boys really got the sauce. <laughs> they got the chops. They got the moxie. Yeah, ed- editor's note. This was written before he liked them. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a terrible idea for a website I would completely, like, devote my life to it's just music reviews from 10 years ago <laughs> written like they're like just discovered <laughs> that's just like, i don't know if you guys heard about this 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 new cold play shit yellow what is that what are they talking about garbage <laughs> i tell you oh man <laughs> speaking of garbage garbage i tell you <laughs> just keep going back yeah yeah <laughs> just a lot of garbage i tell you <laughs> um but so you uh you moved out here i assume you, that was uh about you saying your wife got a job and you moved out here uh, oh, yeah, like we were at some point i was gonna move out here anyway like you know, you know eventually but... everyone makes the move i think or to either here or New York or something. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah like, why not? It's, it's, uh, I think it's important to always challenge yourself. And uh, I'm married to my best friend. She's a California rat originally. Oh, okay. Uh, grew up in Northern California, wanted to move back here. And uh, we stayed in the South for a long time for me. So I, I did it for her. It was a compromise. Where's she from in Northern California? Uh, she's from a town called Healdsburg. It's uh, where they shot uh, Scream. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she moved to the South, and that is how she saved herself from becoming a character in Scream. <laughs> <laughs> Saved yourself from all of that consistent acting if, work afterwards. If you remove the murders, none of the characters in Scream are terribly sympathetic. <laughs> no, like, no, they're all people who would have pushed me into lockers in high school. So, like, <laughs> Except for the video store guy, and he was just kept around for like plot convenience. Well, that's, that's the fun science of uh, selling murder to you. When you're like, I, I don't care that they're murdered, they're bad people. Well, it's the, I mean, the secret is bad people become... like relatable characters the minute someone chases them with a knife. Right. And I feel like that's... I'd be scared too. Yeah, that's that. Every slasher movie about like a bully, like bullies being taken out by like the nerd that they picked on. Yeah, it's yeah. like the nerd just could have like you, you fucked up because like before you had sympathy the minute you start murdering folks yeah, it's, it's like, like now you're just now it's just like this is just Columbine yeah <laughs> this is terrifying fun riff real. all right <laughs> um, uh, what were you doing in, how, uh, what were you doing in Atlanta before uh, you moved out here you were probably doing comedy a lot there having day jobs I would imagine uh, uh, yeah, all over the place yeah I've been a, I, I write for uh, websites and things now I uh, do news for Daily Dot and uh Maybe edit that out. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you can Google my name. It's on there. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, before that, I recorded audiobooks. Really? For a couple years. Uh, my first day. Like I rec- doing narration on other people's. No, I was just like a producer. Oh, okay. I was the Mike Will made it of audiobooks. <laughs> uh, no, I, it was, I wasn't very good at it. They hired me because they needed someone who, like, 
uh, understood text, and I was an English major. Oh, there and, you go. Uh, so they, so it's not a useless degree. <laughs> yeah, no. For once, it came in useful. Uh, they taught me Pro Tools, like the basics of it. Uh, threw me in a studio, and they're like, "We, we like some of these books. Like, it's it's really hard for people to like understand what they're about. And like, what we need you to do is like." If the narrators are reading too fast and they don't understand, like, the nuances of the characters, just, like, kind of push them in the right direction. Oh, that's so, great. Uh, my first book was called Night of the Cougar. Uh, is this Shout a, out. It's an erotic novel. Okay, I was yeah. going to say. Uh, about it, an animal having sex with people. Interesting. You were close. Uh, I thought it was going to be, like, a sexy older lady. Right. And it was about a woman fucking a were-cougar. Were cougar. A were cougar. I didn't know those a combo. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a because you start off. There's a lot of people who want to bang a werewolf apparently, and it's like any form of pornography. The mm-hmm. more you watch, the more you're desensitized to it. Sure. So you have these people, poor people. <laughs> they just can't like get aroused anymore because mm-hmm. they've seen all the werewolf oh shit. Oh my right. god. Good news. Curveball. Were cougar. Wow. Were cougar. And then like any other predator, like you like were sharks. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, like it was a. It was that was one of the fun most fun books I ever got to do. Like at yeah. one point, there's like a sex scene where like. At the he she like ties the were cougar to a bed overnight so he won't like kill her. That's the yeah, safest yeah. way to fuck. But she only wants to. Fuck she doesn't him fuck when him. He's a cougar, no, right? she wants to fuck when he's a man. Oh, okay. And then twist pussy. She's a <laughs> cat. Pussy uh, <laughs> cat. And she's he's still tied to the bed and he's like turned back into a person and it's like ten minutes after which mm. I feel like it's like you wait thirty minutes to jump at the pool you yeah. wait like an hour yeah. Yeah. after you stop being a magical cat yeah plus, uh, <laughs> plus the, the hairs everywhere yeah well no he, he's 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 back he looks like a person and she's. They have like the sex scene, and like it's this is very graphic, and I apologize. No, that's fine. But like she's like, well, he looks like a man, so she kind of like she's like wrapped up in how, the the like how sensitive and like how weak he was that he needed her to pr- like protect her from him. But yeah, with all this and like she starts like uh, trying to bone the cougar and, or the dude cougar, and <laughs> dude cougar. Uh, she she sits on his face and. <laughs> It's probably a good, good tongue. The, no, that's the thing. That's the only part that hasn't turned back into a man. He's got a cat tongue. tongue. It's oh, still no. sandpapery. Oh, and it's the worst thing. <laughs> like it's, there's just this really graphic description of her getting oral sex from a guy with a cat tongue. Did you Wait, so to... she kept going. She yeah. didn't like, bail out on it and be like, no, we no, just it's stuff. GGG, man. You got to try it once. You know? <laughs> this is a, it, was a, it was a Dan Savage relationship. Uh, I was trying to guess what it would be, like which part would not be uh, human yet. And I was thinking- Everybody like, always thinks it's the dick. Penis, right? Yeah. Because like, aren't there like hooks or something? It's a spiral. It's spiral. a nightmare. It's spiked. It's a book in itself. To be so, so did you have to coax a performance out of the narrator? You're like, come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> oh, act, no. Act like you're getting your pussy in here. No, no. Two- to her credit, the narrator was, was a cat. She was a consummate professional. Oh, okay. She had done many of these before. Oh, so and she was like watching me through the glass, and every time I would start like losing it, mm-hmm. she would like stop recording and be like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "It's fine. I'm just I have to. I'm learning my job." It was. What do you mean losing? Like you were like cracking up in the yeah, studio. Yeah, I was like yeah, laughing hysterically. Yeah, of course it's it's inherently it's, insane that you're in this small little booth like we're in right now, and, 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 like, yeah. especially because the book is all written in the vernacular of. Uh, like a, a fake, a fake too. British, uh, fake British accent. Oh yeah. man! If only <laughs> though, there I did do British accent porn. That was Wait, British <laughs> accent porn. There's a lot of erotica. Oh, I got no put me bunghole. There's Cockney a, porn. It's it's hey right there. Itself. Yeah, yeah. It's on the table. No, there's there's like a huge amount of audiobook erotica. Yeah, which I I like. I guess uh, untapped market is a gross way to say it, but like, uh, it's <laughs> no, it, it it is. There's a huge amount of it. And I don't personally understand why you would want to like listen to it. Yeah, well, but I know, sometimes people, you're driving and you're like, I gotta, I need to I get off. I just never right wanted now. to be horny and driving. <laughs> no, no, me neither. That's the worst. But there's there's a huge amount. I tried of it. it out. It wasn't for me. <laughs> and it's the narrators are the most 
incredible, like the most unsung. God, this is gonna sound pretentious. No, shit. I love it. No, let's get into it. I think it, uh, audiobook actors are some of the most underrated actors like ever. They are super underrated. They do more content than anyone else. Oh yeah. Any any like cartoon voiceover actor would lose their mind. I've never met a cartoon voice actor over actor. I don't know what their careers are like. <laughs> but here's what they're all like. <laughs> they would all, they would, no, but I mean, like, the hours are, like, insane, because you're, you have to read, like, a 1,200-page book. Yeah, you're not just doing as lines. Fast you're doing... As humanly possible. Yeah. We did, I did one, one day with this dude, and he did, a, like, an eight-hour session reading an audiobook about uh, Elvis, and, like, an, uh, a, a biography of Elvis, which was a crazy, amazing book, and then took a two-hour break and then did another four-hour session Jeez. doing a fantasy book where he did every character and the narrator. <laughs> and he had, like, character voices for everybody and, yeah, like, and remembered them all. And you're, just, and, he, and you're jumping back and forth reading the text like a bedtime story, jumping, like, doing all the voices and shit. You're not doing the characters in different takes. That's madness. Yeah, it's yeah. nutso. Like... Do audiobook do, people are the best. How how often you say it's one take? Like, do they? They no, don't. It's like not do, one take. You do. Or, yeah, I was gonna. No, here's I meant, a live read uh, of Moby Dick. The one session is what I meant to say, but like, I was gonna say how many? T- yeah, a live reading of like a fucking thousand page novel. I had one. So, oh, dude, you uh, get almost to the end and you butcher a line. You go, fuck it, we gotta take it from the top. There, are, <laughs> call me Ishmael. <laughs> there are some uh, Brian Troxell, great voiceover actor and actor in Atlanta. Uh, I did. I did a book with him once. That we did like. 350 pages in like a five hour session or something uh, and including breaks like like five hours it probably took like an hour to go like so I could smoke or whatever during it but like he had 30 like 40 takes <laughs> like, oh god and the, a take isn't like okay we start like yeah it's you stop the recording go back 10 seconds and then start again and you have to make it you have to do they like listen to the last last part of the line to keep sometimes the flow right oh god but, but i mean like there's there are people who are like they can smash out the stuff <laughs> and like and sometimes you get to do great stuff like that elvis book which has the fun there's a <laughs> it was we did two of them it was mm-hmm. 2400 pages on the life of, of elvis mm-hmm. Of all of it, I remember one story about Elvis. Uh, Elvis, <laughs> it's a good one. He was oh, it's an incredible one. Uh, Elvis was a bit of a I'm trying to think like he was he was like a horny rock star, but he wasn't a fuck guy. So like he just didn't bang. So uh, he they would have like he and his group would have like orgy like groupy orgies, but that no one had sex. It was just all of them in a room making out like an eighth grade dance. Ah! <laughs> like, just like there's the dark room where all the maybe all doing the some dry are. humping or something like that. They were. And, Oh, God. There's this story. There's this woman who's quoted, and it's our only quote in history, I think, <laughs> is in a book about Elvis. And she was like, We were all, me and my friends were came over after the show. We were all making out. I was sitting on his lap, and we were making out. And uh, Elvis had um, an accident, and he prematurely ejaculated in his pants. And he's, <laughs> she quotes Elvis as saying, Oh, no, look at all the babies we killed. <laughs> Which, if true, Humanizes Elvis to me in a degree. Like, how are you? Oh my God! Like, yeah. what? Like that he's th- this beautiful man child. <laughs> like, that, like, like despite all the dark shit and all the crazy, like you know, all the taboo stuff for the times. Like, but he's he accidentally killed Elvis. He's Elvis is like eighth grade soccer coming cause... from a dry hump. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> a, he's just a sweet, honest boy who was given meth. I mean, like, <laughs> if you if you give a corn fed sweet boy crystal meth and it's a hell of a drive by trucker song. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. that would be. If there was a Drive-By Trekkers concept album about what Elvis was like after the show, I would lose my goddamn mind. Uh, Jason Isbell, I know you're not in that band anymore, but pitch it to them, because it's the only name I can think of right now. There's not enough cancer in it for Jason. <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, I don't know. It's a, it's a sad story. A man child it. taken advantage of? I don't know. But where's the tumors? Yeah, I want to drink to her impending cancer death. Oh, what are we God. doing that? That's whenever that song Elephant comes up on shuffle, dude. I just I'm just like I guess I'm listening to this now. I was I was like a country purist for years and years and years. Yeah. Like I, all I listened to was either like weird hardcore rap, death metal, punk music, or like really authentic country like 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 uh what would you like what would be like authentic country uh, i'm from california i have no idea i mean like i I like hank williams or something yeah like hank williams or uh, merle haggard (laughs) merle i love merle or even like drive by drive by truckers or people like lucero bands like that i I would consider like very uh authentic and like eventually i was like why am i sad all the time it's because like (laughs) literally you're married to the most beautiful woman in the world who loves you with all of your heart and all you do is sing like sing songs in the car about men who are done wrong by their wives oh that's why or like or like or like uh wives that like killed their husband or they're dead yeah or they're just dead because (laughs) of just natural causes or it's just like oh this song's about a guy who loves his dog and then you get to verse three and it's like oh and the dog was given to him by his wife who's also dead (laughs) i thought it was a song about poop and now it's about leukemia thanks There was a certain point, I think, in college where people, like, there was, like, this thing where people, like, started listening to, like, their own music for the first time, you mm-hmm. know, like, finding that. And, like, there was always, like, this one-upsmanship, especially in, like, that, hip, like you were saying, like, underground hip-hop shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, to find the most fucked-up song ever. Like, yo, this shit is fucked up. Like, this Immortal Tech song, dude? It's about a guy who, like, he's forced to rape a girl to get into a okay. gang, and it's his mom. In, it's, in like, defense it's of Immortal Technique, he would not rap about that. No, <laughs> that's a song. That's a real song. Is it, I'm not even riffing. That's a real thing. is it a glamorous one? No. Or- no, like, it's not like he's like, yo, this is dope. It's okay, like, this is like, supposed to be horrifying. This is the bad things. Okay. But like, good but production. I thought you were talking, yeah. about, like, talking no. about like someone was like, listen, no, they were like, like yo, you got rap or this something. shit was dank, bro. Like, no, it was like, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever heard in That's, my life. And it, that was like uh, my fa- I went through a phase of that, like Jedi mind tricks and like army okay, fails, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, so that's so what I, that's where I cut, drew the line. Well, <laughs> I, I drew the line, but I kept listening to country music, and now I just got like super into pop country. <laughs> like, oh, really? All the stuff that all of my friends who like love country music would just be like, "That's garbage." I'm just like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> but I'm like, wait, happy. You mean wait? Florida Georgia Line did a song with the Backstreet Boys about how much they love their wives. Pour it on me, baby. Please, like, I, need, that's, I need magic in I'm my so, life. <laughs> I'm so sick of being sad all the time. Like, that's, if there was just, if I could listen, if all the bands I, that were cool would write one goddamn song about smiling, I would be just like, give me one Dinosaur Junior album about being stoked, and I'll be like back on board. But J- until Jay then, Maskus, I'm just like, <laughs> Jay Maskus sounds like he's like overdosing every song. Like he's like taking too many like fucking Advil or PM or whatever. Just like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But first, I'm gonna do a sweet noodly lick. Yeah, no, I just want. I just I just want to smile once in a while. Yeah. Like rap's like violent, but at least it's aspirational. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> at least they fucking believe in something. You know, it's just like, oh man, I'm Ben Gibbard. Why are you so sad today? Well, I, I had ten I million dollars. <laughs> I don't have a key to your apartment anymore. Yeah, I'm just, oh damn! Why don't you buy the building, creep? Like, <laughs> that's it. Or if they just gonna evict her. Yeah, like that's it. Death Cab for Cutie writes sad songs all the goddamn time. Just one time, be like, look, dude, like you're stalking her already. Buy the building. <laughs> At least write about your honest place where you're like a creepy guy with a million dollars or something. You is, is this is this what you model your stand up comedy after? This kind of mo- <laughs> no, no. <I'm> just, <laughs> Cause you, you, I was you, just listening to a lot of countries. Okay, fair enough. Well, because I was gonna say, like, you have a, you will occasionally have dark material, but also there's a, it's never depressing. It's always fun. You make it fun for everybody. It's I, I, I try. I'm working really hard on not doing sad jokes at the moment. Yeah, because uh, it's 
unbearable. Everything's sad enough right now as it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's, I've got, I have depression because, you know, I'm a person who, who tells <laughs> jokes for a living. I don't think you, you got, you had me at person. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I feel like everybody's kind of sad. And I've, there is, for definitely a period of the last couple of months where I wrote mostly jokes about being sad. And like, I've been working really hard about, uh, if I do write something about being sad, trying to make it kind of hopeful. Cause like, yeah. It just got to be a bummer for myself to do. So like, yeah. though at Killer Mike, I te- the show Kevin runs, uh, I tend to do more of those jokes. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's fun to. So yeah. like, but well, that's... you want to bring that because the room's always usually pretty like up in sp- good spirits there. So you yeah, I want to bring them down play with that's, that a little yeah. bit. Play fuck with the uh, no, fuck with the levels. It's uh, <laughs> it's also because it's like you get five minutes, and I'm so used to having like three-minute sets now that I'm like, oh, I have two minutes left. Well, here's these jokes I actually want to tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's all this other bullshit that I would never get a chance to do. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying, I don't know, I'm trying to work on being a, a more positive, uplifting human being in general. Yeah, that's something that um, both me and you, a uh, friend of the show, and of course you uh, know her as well, my girlfriend Vanessa, uh, we've all, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't get enough applause right, breaks. She really show. should. The show know, should right? start with just like, applause breaks. Just, uh, <laughs> and here we are with this week's applause for Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to love that. Coddling the egos of weak men <laughs> every day. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Not about you. <laughs> Not specifically about you, but if you felt no, guilty, that's, no, you know, no, maybe. That's uh, on me. You're right. You're right. No, uh, maybe make her a nice macaroni salad. <laughs> hey, I made some waffles this morning. Oh, yeah. No, nice. I, I, you are a very contributing lover when it comes to the McGriddle and yes. breakfast food game. Oh, and... yeah. There was, uh, there was the whole internet campaign to get McVessna. McVessna. Boy, should we go to break? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, the so McGriddle. I think she's about online. to put you on one. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. She never makes it this far in the episode. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> the secret of a loving relationship. Yeah, yeah. Do don't not listen, listen to each other's podcasts. <laughs> is that how you've been with your wife for so long? Oh, no. We just, I, no neither just of us good. knows how to function without the other. Uh, <laughs> like, we've been together since fucking high school. Yeah. So, like, yeah. uh, we're, we're, like, we're best friends and we have similar goals. And I think that's the biggest thing is, yeah. like, if... if she worked in an office and I didn't do comedy or I didn't write or do some things. I think we'd have a, a different life. Yeah. But she's a tattoo artist who like is works till 10 every night. So like if I'm out at bar shows like and I get home at 11, she doesn't care. Yeah. She's just unwinding now. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I, if I get home at midnight, she's just like, Oh my God, it was so nice. I got home. You weren't there <laughs> it was, for just for 10 minutes. I knew what it was like to be a widow and it was so freeing. <laughs> Maybe he's never coming home. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, that's, I think that more than anything is like, she knows what it's like to go out of town for like conventions Yeah, and like, she knows what it's like to travel and that most of it is waiting and things like that. And, uh, she knows what it's like to be depressed cause you're, you know, like you're unhappy with what you made that day. Yeah, like it's 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 a, a loving existence, and she has an infinite amount of patience that I do not understand. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that one. is more than. Let's give uh, Emily applause. Yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> that became a new... regular feature. I'd be stoked. Oh my god, that would be really fun. Uh, I guess it, it, it should be. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, uh, well, we'll we'll figure that out during this break. You guys Are, should just we... come up with a woman to applaud every week. I feel like that that's would not help. A bad just idea. in general, especially since I referred to our upcoming guests as females earlier, which I don't feel great about. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. You should start giving back human female human being. Females, uh, <laughs> we have guaranteed at least one of them is a person. <laughs> we have a notary who has signed off on it. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go to a quick break. Uh, John, you got John, wait, uh, what was it? Uh, Johnny Mobo, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Mobo. Mobo, you can stick around, right? Yeah, cool, because we're gonna talk to uh, Aubrey and Elizabeth here. Uh, they're gonna be giving us some uh, dating tips and weight loss and weight tips. tips. Oh, thank because God. the best, you know, if you're gonna start dating, you know, you're losing some weight might help you. I like guess. everybody in this 
room could probably stand to hear at least one of those topics, like one of those things. I don't know which one's which. For Matt, I know for sure. Oh, man, I've struggled with eating disorder since I was a kid, so uh, thank you. <laughs> no, I was no, I no, I need trying to, to cheat on your wife. Yeah, husband, to cheat on mm, yeah, figure it out. Is it the... Well, I, I are can... you trying to trigger me or get me divorced? <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of the lesser of two evils situation. I didn't mean to... Uh, the lesser of two evils? Actually, you're right. If I get if I start being bulimic again, that would help if I got divorced. So, mm. <laughs> well, I feel really bad. <laughs> Comedy, right, guys? Uh, so we'll go to a quick break. We'll be back with more bleak review after this. Yeah. All right. Dick fest. <laughs> I just carry lots of rose quartz, and as soon as one's out, another one's in immediately. <laughs> Wow. Rose quartz, everybody. It's uh, incredibly brave. It seems like a very porous stone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Katy Perry says that she doesn't stay single for long because she carries lots of rose quartz. Is that a thing? Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's an actual Katy Perry quote. (sighs) Well, I carry lots of rose quartz, so I don't stay single for long. Of course, it has nothing to do with her being Katy Perry. No, of course not. not. (laughs) I lost some rose quartz in my vagina a bunch of years ago, so I am so safe. <laughs> I'm like safe forever. Just, You'll never get an STD or pregnant. Yeah, I'm like, but you will. Or get live past 35. A ton of dick in this UTI. It does not save me from this UTI. I'm pretty much telling everybody. Who oh, we can cut this in. out. Don't worry. Oh no, let's put it in. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know they're experts. Yeah. <laughs> My pee is bright orange. It's just like gives off an aura. It's like Fanta is because of the medicine, or the... I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a fun little side effect. That nobody talks about. Wait, did you say it's from Fanta? Is it Fanta? Fanta. 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 Want a Fanta? Do you want a Fanta? Uh... <laughs> Fanta. Do you want a Fanta? <laughs> I'm just very proper with my uh, off-brand. Whatever. Let's go. Hey, we're back, right? <laughs> that's right. That's I sound right. echoey in my headphones. Is that anybody else? That might be. Hey. I don't know if that's a real thing. Yeah, just come think, closer to the microphone. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's nestle in here. Do I sound okay to everybody else? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. right, We'll figure it out in post. Yeah. <laughs> You <laughs> just CGI right. Yeah, we'll CGI Something him. interesting, and we're back. Hey! <laughs> it's all Someone's got to take control of this That's thing. All it takes. Hey, it's Bleak and Review. We're back here. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. Yes, you do. <laughs> and you're some other asshole. Uh, and then, of course, we're here with uh, Johnny Mobo, a.k.a. John Michael Bond. Hi. And uh, I'm so glad, by the way, at the end of that last segment, I remembered that nickname because I struggled for half a second, and then I remembered... Modern baseball. I, I mean, the world would have been a worse place it without would, it. So it would have uh, been. Uh, and we're also here with uh, Matt Brousseau leaving the studio. Hey, what about that? It's all right. Um, Hi. <laughs> he just—he was done. He's done. He's done. Well, he I think he wants a nickname. I think he wants to get another drink or something because he wants to. Well, first of all, he wants. He wants a nickname, so we'll let's all come uh, up with one. Brosobro? Brosobro. Oh, Brosobro. Broso. Brosobro. 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 deeply unsatisfied. You want to do some lines of Red Bulls? Let's go. Lines of Red Bulls. Don't bro me, bro. Don't bro me, bro. Don't bro me, bro. Brosobro. Anyone else? Who are we? Uh, <laughs> isn't that what we're all trying to figure out here in this segment? I think so. Because uh, we're here with uh, Arby Jacobowitz and Elizabeth Teets. Dating and Hi. dating Dan and weight loss experts. experts yeah. uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, which uh, w- do you guys both 
consider yourselves to be experts in both fields, or do one of you focus in one and one focus in the other? I think I think that it all just kind of melts together. Yeah, you know? me too. I I think that it's all important, uh, and it's part of uh, our secret. You know, we're we're not we're not trying to push you any medicine or medication or anything. It's all what you have inside of you. So I think mm. that's oh. a lot of we it. just want to bring those best qualities out. Yeah, in order in order to make you like the best you, I think we're uh, but thinner. Yeah, right. but thinner, <laughs> but thinner and more fuckable. Honestly, I like um, that you guys admit that your best you isn't here yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, everybody has a thinner person inside of them, just waiting to get out, and mm-hmm. also a more fuckable person inside of them, just waiting to get out. Yeah, oh. I'm not satisfied until I can be knocked over by the wind and then orgasm from it. <laughs> uh, Sounds like an afternoon to me. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, uh, what is? Uh, I mean. We don't want to give away too much of your secrets, obviously, yeah. but obviously this is your field. Uh, what kind of uh, things would you recommend for people to uh, to uh, achieve these goals and get to be their better you? Better well, than well, big I questions. think it's just look big inside questions. of yourself and uh, realize that we are all. Let's just. I mean, should we just say it outright? Like, I feel like I feel like you should just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that depression is just so good in terms of your dating life mm-hmm. and uh, in terms of your eating habits. Like it really helps, kind of. Focus in on what you need to do in order to be your, you know, thinner, better, sadder self. <laughs> um, so sadder is part of it. It's sadder part of it. is part of it's it. It's a small side effect, but I think that you'll find that the benefits really outweigh that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sadness is one thing, but like fitting into that dress, I think, is the most important. I think you know, you can you can forego. What what we're trying to get to is like contentedness, so that you're that much closer to sadness. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you, oh, okay. you want to yeah. be even keeled, and so that kind of de- just kinda like... a general dull feeling of yeah. like just like complacency in any given situation. I would say, go ahead. If you're doing it right, you'll get down to a child size. <laughs> yeah, and then like it will like you'll feel sad, but you know you're where you'll look like you're on Little House on the Prairie. It'll just be funny. <laughs> It'll be yeah. It'll be funny. It'll be very endearing. Yeah, I think that's what we're going for is just like pitying, you know, like (laughs) the type of thinness where people carry you in and out of restaurants just like like, to make sure you're okay. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Is that like the goal? I think that that, I mean, that's like a really great opener in terms of dating. (laughs) Are you okay? And men love to take care of you so like why are you not giving them that option yeah mm, that's true I, I think that's important to realize is that I mean not to be heteronormative but yeah like <laughs> uh, especially men they love taking care of people I think I think there there can be like a mommy complex too where well, like females will do oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. definitely works on men too there's plenty of women wanting to take care of them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the, the, the yeah, fixer upper the goal upper. is to get as much attention as possible <laughs> I can see that yeah I do have one quick question that made me uh, think because uh, some people deal with their depression different ways. Now I know some people who would overeat when they're depressed, but some people like myself would not eat. And I mean, I, it would work for me. But do you have some kind of plan for someone who might be prone to eating too much if they were too sad? Right. Well, you just have to have a complex about it. I think <laughs> okay. is like associate food with poison. Okay. And just think that nourishing yourself is just keeping yourself alive for longer, and that is a negative. Oh. You know? Okay. And not a negative in a, in the good way. You right. Know? Like, <laughs> right. Just 
just, does that check out? <laughs> oh yeah, I used to study. I used to be a student of this philosophy. Oh, and, okay. uh, nice. What yeah. I found was uh, that if you're gonna binge, binge something like Taco Bell that's going to make you already want to vomit. Yeah. Oh. Because that way you spare yourself the fingers. You don't have to get like a pedicure or a manicure or whatever. <laughs> like, you don't have to yeah. fuck up your cuticles. But you also get that purge out, and at the end of the night second tacos you know? yeah. Yeah, let's be honest that purge after you're done it feels like a hug oh, it's so good <laughs> yeah, it feels like somebody has wrapped both their arms around you and so then but it's it, gonna really motivate you to get out and meet someone to actually wrap their so, arms yeah. around you and the fact you. that you're doing this yourself it's just all within you yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's so inspiring nope, it's literally really <laughs> yeah it's like all within you and then it's out of you through your mouth mm-hmm. um, but then I, I think it's I think it's just good uh, in terms of like building confidence it's like having none to start with, you know, mm, and then yes, uh, yes. and then grassroots, from there. grassroots yeah. confidence, yeah, grassroots confidence, <laughs> and uh, and I do think I don't know, I th- I think there's something to be said about being at your lowest and like only needing to go higher. And for me, a lot of what I do <laughs> is like I just like lay around and I don't put my air conditioner on and I don't eat, so it's like it almost mimics a spa. Effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so relaxing. And also, like, with this technique, (laughs) you absolutely have nothing to lose and no further down to go. So why not try it? Yeah. And, I mean, your friends are not going to be there for you holding your hand through, you know, your diet and dating uh, needs. Yeah. Yeah. So it it really is up to you. Is part of the program making sure you alienate all of your existing friends so they won't be there? I mean, just to be clearer (laughs) with yourself, you know, and also clearer for those relationships you're going to (laughs) have. But also, at the same time, you're pushing them away, um, trying to get as much attention from them as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without without letting them help. Yeah. Okay, got It's it. like the big... It's like a big... Uh, <laughs> bang or something it's, it's like, like the big, big bang, bang. it's like the but big it's bang like the, it's like the big bang where like everything happens and then nothing happens and yeah. then uh and then we trash fire our earth <laughs> i think it's <laughs> beautiful i think it's beautiful the beginning of every uh adventure it seems to be entropy is like a, yes, a big yes. factor of it just need yeah. to like make a big ball of chaos yeah <laughs> explode that shit out and then you know stop being such a, a grossy yeah. a grossy <laughs> At the beginning, there's chaos. We have to recognize we have no purpose mm. at all. Um, and then from there, we can be mindful uh, about just shitting on ourselves constantly <laughs> and, and just treating ourselves like shit. And I'm assuming this is a very personal thing that you two have uh, figured out through your own personal experiences. When did you guys kind of figure out that this was uh, this was your calling in life to, oh, do, wow. to, to spread this wisdom? I mean, I've been getting attention <laughs> for crying since I was, since who knows how long. Uh, so much. Uh, but I love it when they cry. When you cry, they think that your face just like lights up with beauty. They yeah. give you all of their attention. And also, I personally feel that men love to feel shitty, and nothing makes them feel more like that the way they love than a crying woman. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I think this just works for anybody. I don't know. I think. Uh... I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, I'm just making it through the day. I'm assuming that you probably haven't eaten much today to keep up with your training. No, and that's stuff. what, that's yeah. part of it. You yeah. lo- and then you lose your words. But I think that, that like, <laughs> I think that being like overall kind of dumb is just like better for dating. You're kind of just <laughs> drifting. You're drifting like, around, and someone's sh- like leading you by what's the hand. A podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. I yeah, get it. Like, yeah. You, that's the beginning of it. I really don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Where I am. Uh, it's okay. What's uh, 
happening? Well, it's, it's good that you, you've retained a certain amount of focus because you guys are getting a lot of information out there. You're doing a great job. Yeah, uh, I think this is, uh, if, if there was a God, it would be God's work, but I only believe in myself and my depression. Well, okay. you, are, you are God then. then you're I, am, I am God. I'm God of depression. A God of... God of war, God of depression. God of eating plantain chips just to maintain that baseline. Right. You know? Wow. Well, that's the great thing about rock bottom is uh, you know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's I, right it's, over there. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Sometimes rock bottom sometimes the only part of my life that has a foundation. <laughs> it's strong. You're like, oh, I know what this is. Yeah, it's I, familiar. I'm, I'm familiar. It's cold. Yeah. It's familiar. So uh, it seems like a lot of this is um, removing things from yourself, whether it's structure or God. food <laughs> or God. Or, or, or God. Or God. Do you then, guys strip people of God, by the way? Is that a thing? You, you beat religion out of, uh, well, not beat, You've but you heard of mean. REM, correct? <laughs> the, the band? That song, or the, end of, it's the that end of the... So, that song is about having a crush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically like, yeah, it's just stripping yourself of everything so that you can be one, one with the person, the next person that you see. It's, it's very right. Eastern philosophy. I like that. <laughs> Do you guys have like a, a mantra? That you that you try to present new clients with when they come to you. I'm like, not a specific mantra. I would feel. I think that there's just like uh, a, a bunch of things that just pop up into my brain that will just naturally. You'll just be like, "You're a piece of shit. Like you're the worst. <laughs> like why bother eating? Yeah, that yeah, sort of thing. Like cue cards to repeat during the <laughs> yes. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the mirror in the morning. I memorize them at this point. But your dress is a six. You're not. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's like breathing. It's a, yeah. Oh, that's good. I have a different you can write that one down probably. Point. I'm going to write that. <laughs> I have a different selling point, which is that you can do all of this from your bed. Yes. Oh, wow. That's, that's good. That's the most, that's the best part about this program, though, is, yeah. that, is that you can do it from your home, from your bed, even under your bed, you know? It's even like, under. Yeah. And and this is good because it'll, pra- it'll help you practice for sex. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. already oh, there. Yeah. You're already just oh, lying right. there doing nothing and sobbing uh, so is that an important like... part of sex <laughs> <laughs> sobbing under the bed I just discovered a new reason to stay married <laughs> oh, man. it's part of all sex for me yeah. we save our tears until afterwards but we are a traditional uh, yeah. relationship I didn't hear Catholic. about the female orgasm until later but tears during sex was always was like, like day one did you cry yet did you cry yet oh cause I already cried <laughs> I'm already crying. Sorry, babe. I don't know why this happened. I saw it. You always cry first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's a a horrifying mental image. Too real. Too real. Can you you hold out until I start crying, please? I thought this was a comedy podcast. (laughs) Hold on. I got something to get you going. Let's put Schindler's List on. uh, Okay. I, oh, sorry, baby. I already cried earlier today. I, I could have saved left. so many more. I could have cried so much more. <laughs> yeah, the extended cut oh, is man. just more. It's just like more cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. recommend uh, that uh, people that are following your philosophy uh, inundate themselves with like sad uh, movies and music? Uh, kind of like we were talking about with uh, Johnny Mobo earlier. Was uh, I was gonna motherfucker? <laughs> Like how he was kind of uh, enveloped in sad music and kind of surrounding himself with just a general malaise. Well, I mean, that is helpful, but I do this thing where uh, I listen to love songs once I've broken up with somebody. Uh, and so yeah. I make it just 10 times worse for myself where I'm like, oh, you're my love. And it's like, you know. We all know the song. We all know the song. Oh, you're my love. <laughs> I only listen to Katy Perry's Teenage Dream.
Teenage Dream on repeat. And that's the only song I know. <laughs> that's the only song but you, you can know. Take, you can interpret that either way. You know, it could be like the, the, only the song innocence that Matt, yeah. of like of a teenage love and you know having that nostalgia, or like the loss of like good teenage fucking. You know? oh, actually, I've always I always thought that song was about uh, someone who is still acting like a teenager, but they're like. 42. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also very depressing, so that would also help get you back I into that. I think Katy Perry is mostly just cougar anthems, though. No, I mean, just yeah, be where I'm yeah. at. Cougar like, jams. Cougar jams, <laughs> 42. Jams, two yes. And that's that all on its own. So there's like so many ways to interpret any yeah. piece of art and make it into something about yourself and your sadness. Because it is a personal journey, so you're, you're, you're helping people kind of shape what works for them, whatever, whatever makes them... Uh, right. mentally uh, welcoming of this practice is what you encourage for You know, them. everybody's new- unique, you know? <laughs> everybody's uh, a snowflake. <laughs> every vulva's unique. Every person's depression is unique. You know, like, we just gotta, we gotta understand our own selves and put that little compact mirror inwardly. Um, <laughs> but not literally. No, not li- no. Okay. Please do not uh, swallow mirrors. <laughs> I feel it's something that we should not have to say. Yeah, that's Those mostly why. Look at your vulva. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but if you need to look inwardly at your depression, I suggest at least uh, like uh, not having food for a little while, just like yeah. just giving that to yourself, right? Because sometimes like, you're that like denial. Is that depression or is it gas? Yeah. yeah. It, oh, true. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> some, uh, you can be mistaken. Steps. You can. And, you know, uh, yeah, there's always times where I'm like, am I unhappy or am I hungry? And then I'll eat a little bit and I'll be happy and I'll be like, okay, I was just hungry. And then I stopped eating. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, all right, that, good, good to know. That, that was got to narrow it down. Uh, what's the success rate for uh, people that have uh, uh, studied at your feet uh, for this philosophy? I mean, a lot of depressed people are fucking, I would say. Yeah. 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 Good for, good for them. They're all fucking. I'm, I'm a wisp of a human being at this point, so I am a success story. Uh, I would say, if you don't know what I look like, I'm just a, a cardboard box, just like flattened. Um, it's uh, like the, a, like flat, a flat Stanley situation. So she, she sort of looks like the way they, uh, they draw movement in comic books. <laughs> <laughs> so like lines like running left. There something there. Yeah. But it's just a bunch of... Of Adams just moving really fast. <laughs> when I first came into the studio, I thought that you were one of those fathead cutouts for sports figures. Oh, wow. Ads. Whoa. Wow, that's uh, that was Oh, really that was trick. Was that triggering? I'm yeah. sorry. That's wow. the name of the brand. Take fat it up with head. them. That's what they call fat them. They call them fathead. I know, but we're trying to we're talking I mean, about losing. We're promoting weight, I'm sorry. weight loss and unfortunately, I feel like there's nothing left to lose in my brain. Like there's nothing else there to like suck out. <laughs> By the way, we're on a podcast right now. I just want to remind you in case <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh man the, your ability so to hopeless. not drop character like it's it makes me so happy because like so many people they teach a class and they're like i don't need this in my life anymore and you're just like you never yeah, stop still being in depressed oh, yeah. we're really authentic doing, it's amazing <laughs> like tony yeah. robbins he constantly drops character and it sucks when you like see him just like crying a little bit. It's like, no, you're the smile guy. You guys never want smile. How yeah. often do you see Tony Robbins cry? I've never oh, smiled. Oh, like all the time. But I go to his bar. <laughs> it's a swingers club. It's fantastic. Oh, wow. That is the perfect combination. Oh, you know what? I would suggest that too. If you're, I mean, like if you're dating and depressed, I think dating multiple people all at once oh, yeah. would kind of catapult that into like a whole nother level, you know? Like, especially the, if yeah. they all love you. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Like, and you can't love any of them back? Uh-huh. Is that yeah. yeah, because you're 
too sad. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I think it's really helpful. And the main point of all of this is like, fuck whoever. Yeah. And then still be sad. Yeah. And then be alone. And then when you're alone, when you die, you won't be surprised. But then you get you get those headshots right in that perfect pocket, right between oh, yeah. the yeah, the thinness oh, yeah, and yeah. the fucking. Oh, you yeah. got that, yeah. And is, the Instagram posts. Oh, of course, know. of course. Is polyamory something that you guys consider like an important component of it? Because to me, that seems like it, like it's it's right there. It's like why not give multiple people the opportunity to let you down every day? Yeah, access, <laughs> access to my sadness. Yeah, yeah. I want to. We want to make people. Uh, sh- like sh- for sure, just like, oh my god, I don't know what is with my brain. Today. We're at, we're at, a, we're at a podcast. Is it like reps? <laughs> like it's... I think I think I just need to. Yeah, I need to do some. Well, you get more attention from more people, mm-hmm. and then you also it's like the more you give, the more you get with this philosophy because you can also make more people sad. Yeah. Right. Themselves, True. if you're dating them, Man. yeah, just like maintain four or five ongoing bitter fights about like Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Precisely, and uh, I <laughs> Precisely. mean, family Nailed does it. family does play a huge role in depression. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the uh, family parts of this. But do you I, encourage people to do that as well? Kind of. I ruin don't all that. encourage hanging out with your family for too long because then you yeah. might feel better about yourself for being more involved than <laughs> uh, your family. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just enough to to like have those like old old feelings come up of yeah. like inadequacy and like being a baby so like maybe if your mom calls you don't answer but you text her two hours later something no, like that no you want to talk to her for five minutes so she can like tell you your lipstick shade is wrong and maybe like <laughs> suggest more weight loss for you oh okay oh, wow. yeah I mean moms are essential in, I mean they they have like weight loss advice it's nothing like our program right um, yeah, it's but you kind like, of yeah. some but sort of abuse almost <laughs> yeah it, it can it can supplement our program very very nicely and that's just something that you have built in you know someone that you're born from do you guys have any options for uh people who come to you and like they're looking for that but they're orphans or like they don't have access to a mom do you oh, guys yeah. provide a mom for <laughs> that i mean i think mom the imagination service. is mom enough okay like, the horror <laughs> the horror of the possibility of parents i think is is good mm-hmm. i think i think that so you kind of just instill a fear of general what parents are like Plus, if you're an head. orphan, you're like one step ahead of everybody else. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Rock bottom like... is life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you sure. really, really need something like that, I do recommend old YouTube videos of Tammy Faye Baker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, or Patsy Ramsey or whatever. <laughs> Patsy Ramsey? <laughs> Patsy Ramsey? <laughs> Just like her, her, yeah, JonBenet. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> the queen, the Just Beyonce like, of bad moms. <laughs> a loop of her saying, I did not murder my child. <laughs> Nobody had sex with my child. Yeah. Over Always and over. F- fun things to have to say into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another night at Killer Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. If she showed up at a mic, oh, I'd put her bullet. I'd for sure, I'd, I would want to see it immediately. If she showed up at a mic, she'd be headlining at Comedy Zone in four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be featuring for Jake the Snake. <laughs> Here on Bob and Tom, we've got the woman who says she didn't kill JonBenet <laughs> Fart noise. Fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that does bring up a good point, though. Uh, I imagine, uh, do you guys get a lot of comedians as clients for uh, for this process? Yeah, 100%, I would say. <laughs> the 
like mm-hmm. across the board. Across the board, people are not eating yeah. and they're very depressed. And yeah. so they're already they're already in our fast track program. Um, you know, they they've they've. Uh, finish the 101 portion of it and I think yeah and a, a lot of comedians are looking uh, to maintain their depression yeah. while also dating and being shitty yeah. um, so I think <laughs> definitely definitely the being shitty part yeah I mean because you don't want to like keep those relationships no. solid you just want to oh, yeah. like bounce around and make it awkward at mics for and sure. I don't know if this is just me but I used to have this thing where uh, when I was really depressed because I'm still you know moderately depressed we'll work on that later <laughs> don't yeah. worry are you eating too much? Uh, that's the problem. Is I'm well fed, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> you got a girlfriend. That's... I, yeah, but uh, <laughs> like when I was really depressed. Uh, I, I was afraid that if I wasn't depressed anymore, I wouldn't be funny. So I feel like comedians in this are like, mm. they're going to keep themselves depressed to maintain the uh, the realness of their art, maybe. Right. Oh, I, ju- I just recorded my sets, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not funny when I'm happy. This is fine. <laughs> you, you knocked that notion You are right in thinking that, so like, don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, keep, keep that thought train going. All right, cool. Got it, got yeah. it. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to my roots. <laughs> I would say happiness is, like, one of my main regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the all the times you spend enjoying a sunset sunset and, yeah. Yeah. and flew like, too close to the sun. <laughs> taking a picture of something that I Aww, oh, you know, like like, and, like cute animals and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. I would say just stay away from that. A lot of comedians they they want to try to get their life on track and get better, and I don't know if that's the right option. No. For uh, I thin out the herd. Just stay in the sewer where we, where we all belong. I mean, uh, it's, it's nice when your when your other option is still probably bad. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like uh, like antidepressants where you like stop taking them for a while and then you take them again because like. And then it like makes you feel better. Like yeah. if you're happy for a second, just to know what it's like, and yeah. then and then feel that and be like, this is no good creatively. <laughs> and then after that, just keep on being shitty. <laughs> Comedians listening, uh, you've been instructed to keep on being shitty for your art, and we hope that you do so. Listen to them; they're Lexa pros. I think I think that I think Lexa professionals is the episode title. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see if I remember that. Wow. Um, Kevin, uh, you have some competition. Uh, what? Terrible joke. Oh no, no, no. it's great. Uh, I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, puns are, but puns I feel like are too joyful. So maybe I should stop making puns because they'll make me too happy, and then I won't be. Yeah, you know? I don't know what you're doing. But you gotta remember, you gotta remember all the the people you're making sad. That's with those true. Puns, that is right? true. Yeah. Like, like, like mostly me. you and like, Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're an evangelist of our sorrow. Yeah, and all oh, the energy enough. is extremely tense. I don't know if you can tell, but we're all very tight buttholes right now. Not the good kind, but like. <laughs> Not the good not, guy. Not the keeping everything in buttholes, but the like something's up buttholes. Oh, fair uh, enough. <laughs> so you're um, just, uh, yeah, you're letting that one ride. That'll be all right. Um, what's what's next for you guys? Are you guys got any seminars coming up or anything uh, anything going on that you're going to be, uh, maybe some private <laughs> one-on-ones with some particularly damaged individuals? I, after this, I'm probably going to go to bed for like <laughs> 10 days. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Go, go to bed or go under bed? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have a, a box for you. <laughs> So on you top of bed. You can't go under a bed. She can go on bed or next to bed. It's about as gross as we're getting. Yeah. Miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> I do lay on the floor a lot just to feel, you know, yeah. hardness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, 
I had a doctor tell me Hair. to lay on lay on the floor uh, for my back. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, you don't think I'm already doing this? Like, <laughs> that's how one step this ahead of you, Doc. You know oh, I'm shit. a sad boy. <laughs> sad boy. Yeah. You see my chart. <laughs> I'm actually the ghostwriter for the next Simple Plan album. Through oh, the next the generation. Next. <laughs> the next. So I have to go work on that. Okay, perfect. Wow. So uh, everybody. You, you're doing the not God's work. You're doing your work. <laughs> you're doing your work. <laughs> Doing your work. <laughs> Good job for doing your work. <laughs> I love I love that, uh, that atheist praise right there. Hey, just keep doing your thing. <laughs> uh, cool. So, what do you think? Break? Well, then, uh, uh, no, I want to. Oh, yeah, before we leave, I think we should just uh, just for the listeners. I want to nail down the essence of this whole yes. program. Uh, my takeaway is that uh, what so what you do is you 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 get things out of your body. And then you meet people and you suck things out of them in order to fill that void. Is that really what I'm going? What we're going for here? Absolutely. I think you really got it. Great. I think you're really on track. And Perfect. you know, you're you're going to be one of our star clients. Fantastic. <laughs> it's got to right up your alley. I think. Yeah. You got who this who one. needs microdosing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone in America. <laughs> That's your next pod. <laughs> we'll save that for the hot intro next week. Um, uh, cool. So uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, wrap this thing up with some plugs mm-hmm. and whatnot uh, after this. Great job. You're getting better. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I was going to say more stuff, and I was like, nah, but then I did it anyway. Never an improvement. Hey, we're back. Hey, it's Bleed Review. Bleed Review return here. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson, Matt Brousseau. Yep. John Michael Bond, so. of course. Uh, Aubrey and Elizabeth here are uh, dating and waitlist li- waitlist experts. Waitlist waitlist experts. Hi. Uh, they actually have to go to a, a seminar right now. They have to actually go help some uh, clients. So we're gonna let them get their plugs out of the way early. Yeah. So uh, what's this episode will be coming out um, Thursday? I don't know whatever date it is. The Thursday after yep. today. Uh, so what uh, what do you guys it's got going date. on that's uh, coming up? Uh, I'm I'm gonna be in Crom in Denver, mm, um, nice. so that's gonna be dope. So Hell if anybody's yeah. in Denver and uh, you guys should go to that festival, it's gonna be so many cool people like the Puder Ross sisters and uh, and ASW Alan Strickland Williams. Oh, nice. Uh, when uh, is that? What uh, what's the date on that? Uh, May nineteenth and twentieth. Oh, great. Yeah, so I'm gonna be in town. Yeah. Me up. Yeah, she'll, uh, she'll teach you how to uh, start for a break. She's got to break it all down and build it back up again with your sadness. Right. So, that's oh, kind of yeah. what your comedy's that's like, what, right? That's what my comedy's all about. You've seen me. You've seen me go up at your very late night mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Teets, do you got... I, I don't, I'm done. Oh, cool, well, yeah. Well, uh, well, my... Sorry, my Instagram, whatever, is uh, <laughs> my... Twitter thing. Uh, I really need an apple or something. <laughs> but uh, it's like Femist, F-E-M-M-I-S-T, I think, you know? That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think we follow each I other. Always, I always look at it and just think it says Femist. <laughs> it does. It yeah. says Femist. Okay. Yeah. It's almost feminist, but not quite. Was, was... <laughs> you know? Close enough. All right. So, yeah, check her out on all the social media platforms and go to Cromfest and uh, go enjoy some good comedy because yeah. uh, it's a fun festival. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth, anything you would like to plug? I will be back in Portland, Oregon. Oregon, where I unfortunately live. Um, well, thank you for visiting us to do this strictly to do this podcast. I just came down here to spread the the good news, the good word. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Elizabeth Teets, um, and if you're in Portland, Oregon, you can come to my show, Total Fabrication, which is the last Saturday of every month for food and drink. Awesome. Um, and you can come visit me at the Hollywood Theater, where I work and hang out and do 
queer horror stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, queer horror. Yeah. I, yeah. That's it. That's, that's, I, th- I thought you said queer horror at first. I was like, wait, what? And that's my I, friend's oh, Anthony's show that I'm not, <laughs> that I like just uh, like stock basically. Oh, okay. So gotcha. like, you, like I won't be on stage, but like if you're looking for me, like. You're there. If I'm out. stalking someone else. So like if you're stalking me. <laughs> get some, uh, get like a human centipede stalking situation. Exactly. Going on. Yeah. I mean, with less graphic, but you know, emotionally similar. Uh, uh, cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for all the advice. Aubrey, do you have, did you want to make fun of I me? Just wanted, <laughs> no, I just wanted to say we're only as good as our best stalker. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, man. That means that is Anthony true. is really good because I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that wow. Asian girl on Ale Winston Messenger. Uh, <laughs> well, it was, yeah, we'll figure it out later. Uh, cool. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, being on the podcast. She was stalking me as well as trying to indicate with those hand oh, gestures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, she wasn't. No, I know. Yeah. I realized as I said, it, I'm a She's white like, dude saying Asian homework? girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She was your tutor. I've got the transcript. Dude, you're being stalked by She's a riff. Like, Are you studying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being stalked by, stalked by a hacky premise. Uh, Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> oh God. Uh, cool. Uh, John Michael Bond. Uh, what do you got coming up that you'd like the people to? Well, uh, February, May 12th, I'm going to the dentist for a checkup. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be pretty great. Nice. Uh, May 16th, I'm roast battling uh, someone. I don't <laughs> oh. know who, and I need to write jokes for it. Oh, boy. And then uh, May 21st, we got the Hard Times Live at uh, Nerd Melt Theater with Mike Lawrence and a special musical guest. Oh, and It's nice. going to be just a, a glorious time. That's awesome. I just, second that you should go to that. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just fellowship. Uh, Elizabeth, when she's not... Uh, helping people uh, be sad and skinny also writes for hard times and nice. uh, is incredibly talented. You should read all of our articles because yeah, they're fucking go, everyone great. Should read yeah. all hard times. We have like a bunch of there's a bunch of hilarious people that write for there. Some of them have been on the show, some of them not, but all of them are funny and people should all check that website out. Um, cool. Uh, social plug. social media stuff. Oh, uh, uh, Twitter is Bond John Bond. Yeah. And Instagram is John Michael's Mistakes. <laughs> Uh, I webcam on uh, myfreecamsite.com. <laughs> mostly just me reading Catcher in the Rye to other men who look like me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the best plug we've had in a while. I like that one. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Anybody? No. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, June 9th, I'll be at Mid on Card. I have uh, uh, nothing else. Mm. Uh, Capital City. You mean tomorrow? What? The, tomorrow will be June 9th, right? When, when this comes out? No. Okay, fair enough. Great. I think I think it is. We're but... in May. Oh, June 9th. I'm a jackass. Yeah, and I don't and know tomorrow's dates. May, tomorrow's May 7th. Nothing's right. And well, I was... Eh, continue with your plugs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come back next week when Kevin learns about object permanence. <laughs> oh, that'll never happen. That's episode... I'm saving that for episode 100. <laughs> it's actually just Kevin and objects. It's just in a room. <laughs> just going, oh, this thing, man. It's still here. It's crazy. Uh, Capital City I'd see on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Kevin, what about you? Hey, this Saturday when this episode comes out, I'll be at uh, World Comedy Studios doing cosplay comedy as Scott Pilgrim. Uh, right. I'm also going to be roast battling, but I'm going to be roast battling the Seven Evil Exes. Uh, they're not going to actually be there, I don't think. So yeah, I'm they should gonna, roast I'm going to be running roast jokes at a book show <laughs> as a character. There's a lot of layers That's to this. Wow. It's 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 very That's cool. That's rock bottom. Uh, very excited about that, though. And apparently it's their one-year anniversary show. There's a really cool lineup, so people should go check that out if they're in that area. Other than that, 
that. Uh, some show in June I'll talk about later. And KB Anderson Yo on all the things. Bleak Pod on Twitter for this podcast. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. What Do we have a call to action this week? I can't remember. Uh, please explain uh, our horoscopes in uh, in a review. <laughs> yeah, uh, rate us as many stars as you want, but just let us know what, what's going to happen this month, that this is our month or whatever. Yes. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay. Could the number of stars be a reflection of your horoscope? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It has nothing to do with this show. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll rate the episode based on how good your horoscope is on the day you hear this, and then we'll figure it out from there. Oh, man. What if you guys are fucked? <laughs> well, it's good to know in advance. It would just yeah. be nice to see somebody rate something. Yeah. <laughs> just any validation. There's a few on there, but not, not Negative in a while. or no. You're, yeah. you're, you're doing great. I'm, I'm on you're the way. You're ready for the program. <laughs> just validation in itself if, is all. If a tree falls on a podcast, did anyone really hear <laughs> if, no, if no one rates you on iTunes, are you really talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... it's. Oof. How many Facebook messages do you have to get from people saying, can I do your podcast? <laughs> Does it mean until they're actually listening to it? People are like, oh, one. like begging one. to be, like, I don't... We'll talk off mic. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for being I here. I love uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, John Michael Bond. Thank you, Aubrey Jacobowitz. Thank you, Elizabeth Teets. Uh, thank you, Matt Brousseau. And thank you, Kevin Anderson. <laughs> Great job. All right. I'm working on wrapping You're up. You're getting better. better. <laughs> wow.